Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? I am doing okay. I did a poor job. I thought since we got you last week with the bye week, you might be taking time off, but you never take time off, do you? Well, it's uh it's pretty constant this time of year, but it's a it's a good constant. So I'm sure you can know as a lazy journalist, the first thing I'm gonna ask you is about Dak Prescott. But I, I am curious, how, how do you monitor his progress along the week? Do you have to say, like, at this day, we would like him to be here. At this day, we would like him to be there. Like, how, how does the week go for y'all and Dak? Yeah, they have certain uh, uh, certain bars they're trying to reach uh, as they uh, work through uh, their rehab on his calf. And, you know, we think we have the best in the business and Britt Brown and in and, and terms of uh, how he works with uh, these players with different injuries. and does a great job of being able to, uh, you know, get your hands around where you think he's going to be at what point and is he still on track to uh, uh, to at the next step playing the football game. So I know at the end of the season, we see this all the time, Stephen, if a, per- a team has a spot locked up and a guy is struggling a little bit with injury, maybe give him some time off to be at his best possibly for the playoffs. I know you have nothing locked up now, but you have a really nice lead in your division. Would you ever go – Hey, if we sit him out, if we sit out this player, let's just take Dak for example here. We have a lead here, and we the risk of putting him out there uh, isn't worth the reward right now. Let's just make sure he's healthy for the rest of the season. Well, I I don't necessarily know that it's because we got a healthy lead in the East. I think it's more just uh, the full body of work, as you mentioned. There's no one uh, that we've got a long season in front of us. I have 11 games left to play. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we got to make uh, what's in the best interest of Dak Prescott. We all know uh, how driven he is uh, to compete, how driven he is to be great, and certainly uh, how driven he is to want to play uh, each and every game. And so uh, we've got to calibrate that, too, because no one is going to bet against number four. And at the end of the day, uh, he understands that, well, we've only got his best interest, uh, you know, here and uh uh, we'll evaluate all that, but we're still very optimistic he can play. All right, Steven. So now I have a question way off the board here, which I think could get fun. Is you're part of the rules committee. How long have you been part of the rules committee in the NFL? You know, that's a good question. I, I don't necessarily keep count, but I think it's uh, moving up on 10 years now. Okay, awesome. So there's a lot of experience with a lot of people bringing in rules and how to make the game better or change the game we were wondering, this was off the air, since we know you have experience in this, what's the craziest rule that has been brought up that has Ooh, been discussed yeah. where you were like, what the hell? And, but you guys had to discuss <laughs> it because, uh, you know, somebody said, hey, what do, we, what do you think about putting this in the NFL? Well, you got to, uh, uh, first of all, I wish you'd have given me some time to think about that. <laughs> but, uh, uh, because there's been some, and I don't know that I have them on my fingertips right now that, uh, you know, you you go through it, and you uh, you know you you're trying to decide whether you want to move forward with something. But some of them, you know, immediately are are, are dead on arrival. But uh, you know, I I think the biggest one that comes to my mind right now that's uh, not necessarily crazy. It's just a a tough one is the kickoff, and uh, I know the committee feels strongly, and I do as well. That uh, you know, the kickoffs a part of our game. I mean, that's uh. People refer to hey, kick off at three, kick off at three thirty, and uh, I just think uh, we've done a great job of uh, avoiding that because there are 
uh, people, and rightfully so, because it still is the uh, probably the highest injury ratio play we have have in our game. Uh, but I do think with all the different rules, all uh, a lot of great special teams coaches getting together on, on how to make the kickoff safer have, have really improved on that. And I do think that we uh, will continue to keep the kickoff in our game. I know that obviously y'all just expanded the schedule this year. I've kicked this around a couple of times. Could you envision a scenario in which the NFL wants to have two bye weeks per team in order to also extend out that TV window another week? Yeah. Yes. It's talked about on a regular basis and, uh, certainly, uh, you know, in the mix in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the buys, the number of buys that we should have, obviously we're going to monitor how these 17 games go with one buy and, uh, the three, three season games. But, uh, uh, certainly not out of the question to think that, uh, you could be having two buys in the future and certainly not out of the question in my mind that at some point you can, uh, could consider going to, to those 18 games and two buys. So, you know, what, what we did do this year, even though it's uh, not necessarily a buy, is we uh, certainly had the week off, the weekend off, before we started the season after the preseason. So theoretically you could say you were looking at uh, uh, having a couple of buys, although the one came between preseason and regular season. What's the what do you think is a fair amount of time to study the impact of the 17 games then? Like I understand for a variety of reasons the desire to get to the 18th game. Do you look at it and you're like, "Well, we need 3 years to study how this works" or like how would those discussions even begin? Well, this has been ongoing for years. And so uh you know, it's not like we're going to just start cold turkey and say what are the ramifications of playing 17 regular three preseason 18 regular, two preseason, uh, you know, all those things have been being looked at for years and years. And uh, and so I don't think it's a, hey, we're going to need a, uh, you know, a big allotment of time to continue uh, to look at that. I think it's more, you know, you take steps. And certainly that's what we did this year, playing 17 games and three preseason. We're going to wear that one and uh, see how, how our players respond to it. Obviously, player health and safety is at the top of the list. And uh, we'll monitor how this season goes and uh, how we managed it and see if it uh, uh, needs to be looked at again in terms of uh, any changes that should be made, uh, in particular things like you're talking about, an extra bye week or, hey, everything went great. We'll continue to go down this road for two or three years, collect all the data, and then make decisions from there. But, uh, you know, this has just been, uh, you know, this games, number of games has been uh, on our agenda and been a part of, uh, discussions and meetings for years and years. So when it comes to the guys that hopefully are healing up and getting ready to play at some point in the second half, can you kind of give us updates now that the bye week is over on Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Gallimore, uh, Gallup, kind of three major guys that I know can play a big role in this second half of the season? Yeah, I think uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Gallimore still uh, need time. Uh, I don't think they're going to start practicing. Uh, anytime soon, we are. Uh, we do intend to start practicing with uh, Gallup this week. Uh, looking at Tristan Hill, uh, maybe starting to practice him this week, and uh, then Bernard Francis. So three more added to uh, McKeon and uh, Kelvin Joseph. And then I had a question about somebody who's coming back for different reasons. How confident is the team, the coaching staff, and the front office? that Lyle Collins can pop back in. I know he played at the start of the season, but missed all of last season. 
He's only played one of your last 22 games. How confident is the franchise that he can pop back in and be as good as he was? Uh, we're very confident that he's going to uh, totally get back to where he was. I think the, the bigger question is, after sitting out five games, do you, uh, you know, does he need some time? And certainly that's what uh, uh, Coach Philbin and Mike and Kellen will be looking at this week is to, you know, just see where he is as we really get out and start to, you know, put bodies on each other and uh, start to get a feel for uh, where his conditioning is and uh, where he is in terms of uh, uh, being ready to play. So I don't want to misinterpret at all then. So you're saying the possibility at least exists that he will not start this week. I'm, uh, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that uh, they'll certainly uh, evaluate him and see how his week goes after sitting out for five weeks. So I know, Stephen, you can't talk a lot about other teams. I know that there's rules against it, but you guys didn't play this week, and we are watching a lot of football. And for us, the most impressive team so far, our surprising team has been the Cincinnati Bengals. Have you got to take in what Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and, and what the Cincinnati Bengals have been able to put together from being the worst team two years ago to now being, as we sit today, the number one seed in the AFC? Well, certainly my hat's off to them. I did get to, to peek at their game some yesterday, and certainly they have two young superstars in our league and, and Burrow and Chase. And, uh, you know, they obviously had a lot of draft capital in both those players, and uh, certainly they're performing for, uh, for them at key positions. In particular, the quarterback position is obviously the most important position, and we all know uh, we, we're, we're the beneficiary of that with Dak Prescott when you find a uh, a great quarterback who not only uh, plays at a high level but really carries the team with you, leads the team, and uh, wins football games, then, uh, you know, that's a, a big, big deal for your franchise. And certainly I know the Bengals must be feeling good about their uh, young young stars and uh, where, where they're going. All right, we're talking with Stephen Jones right here on 105 Through the Fan. I know you said to start it off, it is a busy time of year. Did you take any time in the past week to do something fun or just focus on football, or maybe that is the fun? Well, that is the fun. I mean, we certainly, you know, have a great passion for our job. Starts at the top with Jerry, but uh, it was able to uh, get over to Arkansas and watch my uh, watch my son and the Razorbacks play uh, uh, this weekend, and so we've enjoyed that, and he's got a bye week coming up, so uh, we got to spend a little time together after that game, and uh, just look forward to uh, really getting back at it uh, full speed here with the with our team and uh, getting to work and get ready to play the Vikings. Is anybody going to be able to stop the juggernaut that is Georgia this year? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I saw them firsthand, and uh, uh, their defense is, is special. I was actually making a comment to my son. I said I, they might could compete on Sundays with that group they have. I know. Uh, you know, when I was talking to Will McClay uh, about the, about Georgia, they've got a they've got a lot of players on that defensive side that are going to be playing on Sundays. Now, a bit of a conundrum coming up since you mentioned the Vikings for Cowboys fans this weekend. We have recommended you put the earbuds in and listen to the broadcast of the Cowboys Vikings right here on the fan while trick or treating. For I know your kids are getting older, but. For people with younger children, how do they attack this Halloween trick-or-treating situation with the Cowboys playing in the Sunday night spot? Well, that's a uh, that's a good question. Hopefully they'll get that trick-or-treating done early and often and uh, uh, get back in front of the TV and uh, uh, hopefully get to 
take in the majority of the Cowboys Vikings. I do know, uh, obviously, Halloween's a special time uh, for ha- uh, for families with young uh, with young kids, and uh, certainly uh, we all know our kids and our family take priority over anything. But uh, hopefully, they'll get that trick or treating done and uh, get the kids back in the house. Let them eat some candy, get the sugar going, and uh, hopefully uh, they can stay up late and uh, watch the whole Cowboys game. You know, it's interesting looking at the Vikings, and, and I know that it's just Monday and we have six days until that game on, on Sunday night. You look at Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I know Adam Thielen's been around for a while, still having a, a solid year with five touchdowns. I know out of those three guys, uh, which one kind of worries you the most? Oh, I don't think uh, – I think all of them. And uh, that's what makes them so good. Uh, they've got a, a formidable quarterback there in Cousins that can get the ball. Uh, to the players you're talking about. And, uh, you know, they just got a – certainly Jefferson was a guy we really liked uh, right there with C.D. I certainly picked C.D. ahead of him, but uh, he's obviously a great young receiver. And Dobbin Cook's a great running back. And, you know, when you got, uh, as we so well know, when it's clicking uh, and you got uh, a, a really good running game to go with a really good passing game, that creates a lot of problems for our defense. So I know Dan Quinn and our crew are going to, uh, have a big challenge as we go up to play uh, the Vikings. And then, of course, uh, we would all know Mike Zimmer so well, who was a great defensive coordinator for us. I know he'll have that uh, defensive side of the ball. He'll have a great game plan, and we'll have our challenges there as well. And coming off of the bye, so kind of, I know the numbers don't quite line up, starting the second half of the season, going on the road, going against a quality opponent. What? How important is this game in terms of, hey, I know we started 5-1 and one before we took the break. How important is this to continue your momentum and kind of show hopefully what we all think the second half Cowboys team will be? Well, I think we've got to continue to improve. That's the big thing. And we all know each and every game is so, so important uh, in the NFL. I think that's part of what makes the NFL great is there's, you know, you can't uh, take a week off and just say, you know, we can afford to uh, give this game away or that game away. Uh, every game's so major. And uh, I agree with you. We've got a lot of momentum going, but we also uh, got a lot of places we can improve. As you said, we're getting, we're going to start getting players back that I think can only make us better. And uh, we just have to improve as a football team, all three phases. And certainly I know that's Mike's goal this week is to get everybody uh, refocused and, and back in on playing the Vikings. They, I know they got a breather and hopefully their legs back under them and hopefully they'll be fresh. And uh, we've, as you said, we've got a big, big challenge going up to play Minnesota. Well, we appreciate your injury breakdown, your breakdown of the Vikings. And then if you can just finally give us your breakdown of what your favorite Halloween candy is, we would really appreciate that. Well, the Reese's peanut peanut butter cups always at the top of my list. So uh, I've always been a uh, I've always been a big they've been a big favorite of mine, and especially if I get a few extra, I put them in the freezer, and that makes them better. Oh, look at that advice across the board! Thank you very much, Stephen. We will catch up with you again next week, sir. Appreciate you guys. Thank you.